The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? What a great uh, day, too. The puppies, the blowjob candles, uh, La Fig, Lisa Figueroa has dropped off delightful cupcakes. Her annual visit to us to drop off cupcakes. Humane Society. I'm in the shirt they gave me because it's that perfect cotton. Oh, that perfect cotton. It's soft. Oh, that's good stuff. It's a good shirt. You change shirts. I didn't want to change my shirt because yeah. when I felt this cotton, I'm like, oh, this is the one that's going on. And I had a soft cotton shirt on before. Good stuff. And all the people being really nice to me on emails and things like that. Thank you for the birthday wishes and the treats and the niceness and the kindness. It all ends tomorrow. If only we were this no kind. Yeah, if only we were this kind to each other on our uh, normal days, just birthdays. You used to have your birthday month stuff. Activities. Yeah, you used, used to, to have. Uh, yeah, just, I had an agreement. Busy, a lot of busy. COVID got busy. COVID, COVID showed up, and then you're like, I just can't. The thirty for thirty action. Well, thirty for thirty was great, but it just kept failing year year in and year out. We got up to forty seven for forty seven, and you, when you're trying to get forty seven BJ's. Or acts of you didn't have love, candles forty seven days in a row, and you get to thirteen, and everybody quits. It wasn't just her; I was out. The energy and effort was difficult. Day thirteen, you think you're all fired up, you got gas. You're like, all right, we'll do, we'll double up on day fifteen, uh, and then it just starts going <laughs> sideways. Then you get it to where it's like it's eight times yeah. today. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it. We're it's way behind here. We're good. gonna have to work weekends. It's, it was hard. Rain out. But the effort was uh, nice. It's, it's forget it. And birthdays and holidays, and that's pretty much all I got the energy for. Now you got a candle. Now the candle should help. What's it made of? Soy. Soy that's boy. What I've heard that's <laughs> made of boys, soy yeah. boy. <laughs> Is it uh, and soy? Uh, it's just burning wax. Eco-friendly, vegan, artisan, artisanal. Sorry, soy candle. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Just you got to choose your scent. All right. Do you have a preference? Well, it wouldn't be me choosing, would it? Choco Taco. That's going to make me yeah. want to blow a guy. That's right. <laughs> That's, yeah, Choco Taco <laughs> is the smell. That is Done. Done. full circle to today's stories. <laughs> As I understand it, the smell and taste of a Choco Taco drives a girl crazy. I'm going to pick up a case on the way home tonight. <laughs> and just tell her, there you go. if I don't like these, will you blow me? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Some girl fell for it. It's the dumbest girl in the world. If you don't like that, I'll blow you. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to lie. And I did kind of like it. I just never – it never had a chance, the Choco Taco. With that kind of parameter on it, yeah. forget it. And oh, the only other time I remember it being different, it was an intern I had when I first started in radio. She said, oh, my God, I would blow you for some fries right now. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to get to the fries now. We're going to go get some fries. 
She was in the car and she was laughing. She didn't stop it, but it didn't happen. Curly or waffle? What yeah, do you need? what would you what like? You I'm going to I'm going to buy a deep fryer for a second. <laughs> Just to make you have to follow through. I'm not even that interested in you. I'm gonna make you follow through. And she wasn't actually my intern either. She was Jim Sharp's intern. <laughs> I I was some. Nah. You claimed her after a while. Uh, I was just driving her to lunch. Oh, I play for some fries right now. I'm like, my God, I'm going to marry you. I was in a space and a time that was difficult. <laughs> I was between Choco Taco and and whoever was next. <laughs> Choco Taco was a strong performer, though. That was the best thing was Choco Taco and I went to the Hilton on the uh, Alma School and the Sixty once because she's. Uh, we were going to like I don't remember why, but we went there. She had a bag full of, like, lingerie, and they didn't have any rooms available except for the penthouse suite. Now, keep in mind, I had no money at all. None. And this was, like, 1994, and uh, the guy's like, it'll be $330. I'm like, for the night? That's crazy. That's, like, 2020 money. It's, like, 90s. You take Sears? I'm I'm sitting there with my ones because I was a bartender and uh, looking at one, two, three, four, and I'm counting all the money, and she goes... Don't worry. Everything's in play. I'm going to make this worth your while. I'm like, all right. And then the money just started flying out of my head. Choco tacos. And everything wasn't in play. It was a lie. My, let me just say this. I just got my hands real dirty. The first time you got <laughs> <laughs> It's a lie because I figured if I could get all that going, my hands just got dirty. That's all. $330 to go wash your hands. That's essentially what happened. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends over at uh, reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense. And I have to say thank you to the entire crew, uh, uh, Jay and his wife, uh, Joy and Josh and Tony, and Erica. They all took me out for lunch yesterday at a cool place called The Stillery. And uh, not to say that uh, I've told you all I can tell you about tactical black till I'm blue in the face. It just gets better and better every time we go, but... Then you're dealing with these types of people who are just great. I owe them more than they could ever imagine. They've been great friends to me and just great people. And so them taking the time out of their day to just take me out to lunch for my birthday yesterday was too kind. And I have to say thank you just for uh, for being friends with me. That was the best part. You get to be good friends with these people and the people that train there. Uh, it's a little family. And uh, the funny thing is everybody training there gets to know each other. And then they get to be kind of a family. It's a very cool, close-knit group. And they're welcoming everybody who wants to be part of it. It's a weird uh, mindset that everybody goes in there with the same idea and it's rare nowadays to have a room full of people with the same objective and it is it's there it's and it's because of the way that they run the place and uh, the type of people they are it seems like good people find them <laughs> the pat mcmahon line it flocks to them and they've got a great situation there if you want to be part of it you're invited and that's just a simple way of saying uh you need to be involved with people like this the ackermans are amazing tony sprague and his wife are unbelievable and I couldn't be happier to have them around me as much as I do. So thank you to the uh, whole group up there at React Defense for yesterday, a little birthday thing they didn't have to do. So you can do it too, reactdefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. Uh, Charles Barkley was talking with uh, Dan Patrick about Ooh. the Live Golf Series. And that tournament is now, there's rumors that they wanted to get him to be in there to do the broadcasting. The broadcasting yeah. because they landed David Faraday. Yeah, he and just they're left. talking to... Um, Gary McCord right now. Who All lives in the Scottsdale. fun ones. Yes. Yeah, they're not going with the lame ones. So, Dottie. Ask him, what would it take, Charles? Because they know they, if they got the money, I'm there. A lot. Charles makes 
around twenty million on the stuff that he on does. TNT. TNT. Wow. He says triplet. I'm there. And they're considering it. He said it'd be done. No questions asked, Dan. You'd be asking me where we're going to go celebrate. And the reason why is because he makes twenty million from the TNT thing, yeah. but the endorsements he has, Subway and a couple other things he's doing, push him up around thirty-five. He's going to lose them because the the live thing that the golf thing has that Saudi Arabia tie. So not everybody's really excited about spending a ton of money and putting that face to that thing just in case it gets sideways. And they're still worried. So he even said, "Again, I have to triple what I make at TNT because I'm losing endorsements and I'm losing other stuff." Give me 60, and I make the switch tomorrow. I'm gone. That's amazing. That's crazy. We go out, I get $60 million. The next thing you know, I'll be blowing Toledo. $60 million, I'll do anything. I'll join Al-Qaeda. He said it on TV, too. So you give me $100 million, I'll kill a relative. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he said it on Pat McAfee's show. I'll kill a relative. In fact, i kill a relative I like <laughs> for $100 million. Movie web. Ranked the best opening movie scenes of all time. Best opening scenes of all time? Yeah. Wow. Ooh. I'll give you the. Uh, well, there's a lot of like Bond movies have, that have yeah, that's incredible what I was gonna, yeah. kickoffs. Star uh, Wars in the top of the 10. Ships. No, that wasn't a good opener, though. No, you'll get. Uh, top five. You ready for this? We'll go from the top five. Uh, Inglorious Bastards. Great start to that one. I was oh, thinking man. of Tarantino movies, too. The opening dialogue. Um, they put the social network in number four. I don't remember the what was dialogue the opening scene between on that? Jesse Eisenberg and Rooney Mara over a few beers in a Harvard bar. I've never. It's a great. Movie. I've seen it, but I don't. Yeah. That wasn't memorable to me. No. Number three, The Godfather. Of course, there you go. A man asks Marlon Brando's character for help at the wedding. Yeah. You come into my house. Cry like a woman. Uh, Jaws Enzo was number two. Yeah, isn't that the one where Johnny Fontaine comes in? After- oh, that was wasn't the opening. Enzo no. the Baker was in there trying to get. Oh, uh, that's yeah, right. And it was it's on Enzo. his daughter's wedding. Yeah, coming to my house, my daughter's wedding. You <laughs> ask me for help. Jaws was number two. That's right. That is good. Jaws is pretty solid. Number one, they gave it to Saving Private Ryan. Pretty strong opener there. That is that's uh, but a couple on the list further down. There will be blood. No dialogue. You see Daniel Day-Lewis' character strikes oil, gets injured, and crawls for miles. The Matrix. from a basket in the middle of the desert. <laughs> Look at me. You're lower than a bastard. Oh, what a movie. So sad. So hard to watch. Pixar has one in the top 15. Up. Yeah, Up's got some great stuff in it. It's got the first cartoon miscarriage of all time, which I... Really think is amazing. A full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket's strong. That's a great open. I'd say the first 45 minutes of that yeah. is the best part oh, yeah. of it. And then it kind of... Yeah, when they actually get the to training. Vietnam, it's yeah. like... Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, once they get to the, the hooker talking buku, I'm out. <laughs> I don't even know if I've ever sat through all of Full Metal Jacket. That's There's some good ones. We have a um, celebrity death. Okay. Oh, Someone to... We do. Oh, oh, Jimmy's here. Jimmy's. Yeah. Come on in, Jimmy. Jimmy Fallon, everybody. Oh my gosh, you guys can believe this. Jimmy, what is it, Christian? How you what doing? What's it, boy? What's going on, Brady? What's going on? <laughs> How are you, Brett? Good, oh my God, this Toledo. Oh my God, Toledo's in here. Toledo's never in here. So good to see you guys. So amazing. You got a show tonight? Got so much energy and so much passion. Here we get a show tonight. We did a tonight show. Uh, it's a rerun, but it's Blake Shelton. 
And then we're going to superimpose another Blake Shelton show over the top of it and see if you can tell the difference. Too much Blake Shelton? Oh my god, no it's not. And then, on uh, the other show I've got... It's John's birthday. Oh my god, I heard it. It's amazing. Happy birthday to John. I sent you a Blake Shelton CD. <laughs> awesome. It's pretty unbelievable. I love it. Tonight, on the Tonight Show, Blake Shelton. And then we're going to do That's My Jam. We're going to play the game That's My Jam. And then we're going to have the big hand smack. And then uh, later on, as a guest of Blake Shelton's Gwen Stefani's going to show up. It's unbelievable. Big hands. By the way, Leave It to Beaver's Tony Dow is dead. Really? He just passed wow. away this morning on John's birthday. Unbelievable. Breaking news. It's like 85. He was Wally Cleaver. 77. And the only one left now is the Beaver. <laughs> the whole family's dead. They're all dead. Except the Beaver. Have a great show. The Beaver lives on, I said, okay? <laughs> you can never get rid of the Beaver. That's the whole thing. Larry McFeely just walked in the room. It's amazing. Larry, I'm such a big fan. Really? I listen every day. To, to, to Mo. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about Tony Dow? Tony Dow's dead. Thanks for coming in, Jimmy. All right, see you. There he goes. Jimmy Fallon. Some terrible news from Jimmy. It's the best man to deliver it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Makes you feel good about hearing terrible news. Tony Dow, how old? 81? 77. 77 is all. Liver cancer. Yikes. Eddie Haskell's dead too, right? Eddie's dead. Okay. Uh, his name is Ken Osmond. He died a while ago. Lumpy's dead. Warden June, obviously dead. I don't know if uh, Gilbert is dead or if Larry Mondello is dead. I would assume by the size of Larry Mondello at age 11, he didn't make it much past 50. Let's see. <laughs> Larry Mondello has got to be dead. I got nothing there. You don't remember Larry Mondello? Maybe if I see Larry a was of him. A Beaver's fat friend, and then Gilbert was his skinny blonde friend. Hey, Wally, how come you're always giving Larry the business? How come you're such a bad actor? Yeah, I've been wondering that, too. Uh, Gilbert's still alive. Gilbert is yeah, still alive. 73. All right. Mondello's long dead. He's got to be. Hang on. Larry Mondello was fat as a pig when he was like 11. Hey, Wally. How come Larry breathes so hard? Because he just climbed stairs, Beef. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. I used to drive my mom nuts. He's just listed missing. As I'm walking around the house. They don't even have... Larry Mondelli, who's on the earlier stuff? I know. They, no, they don't even have like a birth date or death date. He might have died before. His first appearance was on in 57, and that's Larry Mondello was the original name of my band in college. We settled on Uncle Jesse, but Larry Mondello is what I fought for. <laughs> the great Larry Mondello. I would drive my mom nuts. Hey, Mom, what's for dinner? The last thing you want when you got a, a kid is a kid who does impressions of what he just saw on TV because it's never-ending. Poor lady had to deal with Beaver Cleaver all around the house. Hey, I had an idea. Let's get the guys over. We we'll go swimming. Then later, when his voice changed, it wasn't as cute. <laughs> hey, Wally. Oh God, he sounds terrible. Uh, that's it. We're done. Birthday boy time begins now. Yes. Get that BJ candle on Speedy Amazon. Get it down here by the end of the day. I'll light it in trips office and I got the urge. I want to snap into a Slim Jim. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks to everybody for the kind birthday wishes and uh, all of the treats and such. Lovely. No Larry Mondello. What's his real name? Uh, I just had it. Now I'm going to be driven nuts by that. Rusty Stevens. It's Rusty, Rusty Stevens was Gilbert, wasn't it? Or was that Larry? I think that's Larry Mondello. Okay. Uh, was it? 
<laughs> he, he fits the type of a rusty Stevens. <laughs> My guess is he died when the hood of the car can crash. How the hell did you know that? Well, he's looking at his phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, he yeah, Robert know. Rusty Stevens. Yeah. He's the type of guy that would have died looking in a car engine and the hood crashed down. Still alive. 74. No way. Mondello? Yeah. Unbelievable. No way. He must have lost a ton of weight as a teenager because that kid was fat. There's my buddy, Larry Mondello. There's a picture of him. (laughs) Oh, he's big boy. (laughs) That's that's probably what he would have grown up into. Brady, show me a picture of him as an adult. Still looks a lot like Larry. <laughs> now you got to go eulogize your brother there, Jerry Mathers as the beaver. Well, anyway, so it was a long time ago. That's it. We're all done. You guys have yourselves a great my birthday, and we'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning segment. So long! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.